This week on Minnesota Native News, why we should care about the recent victory of the Creek Nation over the state of Oklahoma in the U.S. Supreme Court. This is, I think, one of the most important U.S. Supreme Court decisions for tribes in the past 40 years. For any tribes that have treaties with the United States, because not every tribe does, but for any tribe that does have a treaty with the United States, they should be very comforted by the decision in McGirt. That's Colette Rutel, co-director of the Indian Law Program at the Mitchell Hamlin School of Law and co-author of a brief that helped the court make up its mind. Lori Stern reports. The case is called McGirt versus Oklahoma. The decision said that a citizen of Indian country cannot be tried in state court for a crime that takes place in Indian country. McGirt versus Oklahoma is being celebrated as a major win for treaty rights. The issue in front of the court was really whether the Creek Reservation still existed, whether the boundaries of the reservation remained intact, or whether an allotment act from the early 1900s eliminated the reservation in its entirety. If the reservation still existed, the state of Oklahoma had no authority to prosecute Mr. McGirt. Only the federal government and the tribe would have authority to prosecute him. And that's what Oklahoma was arguing in the case. The state of Oklahoma argued that 20th century practices gave the state and not tribes authority to make and enforce rules and regulations in a part of the state where nearly two million people live. The state of Oklahoma was basically saying, this is going to disrupt all of our regulatory schemes. We're not going to have jurisdiction over non-Indians. Now the tribe's going to have jurisdiction. Um, It's going to be hard for them to operate their businesses. It's going to change everything with respect to natural resources. Professor Rotel calls that the sky is falling argument. And by a 5-4 majority, the court did not buy it. That means the state of Oklahoma will no longer hear ICWA cases or other civil or criminal cases that occur on tribal land. The area in the decision is large, 19 million acres, or most of the eastern half of the state. Congress set those lands aside for the Muscogee Creek Nation in 1866. The court decision means they still belong to Native people, including members of the Cherokee, Choctaw, Seminole, and Chickasaw tribes who were sent there on the Trail of Tears. The opinion talks about the Trail of Tears and says, on the far end of the Trail of Tears was a promise. Justice Neil Gorsuch wrote the opinion. We hold the government to its word. There's a lot of that in the opinion um, where you can see that Justice Gorsuch, it's very important to him that the government be held to its word um, and to the promises it made in, in treaties. Professor Rutel says Justice Gorsuch, a Trump appointee in 2017, will be a solid vote for treaty rights. And that has implications all over the country, including in Minnesota. The Mille Lacs Band has a lawsuit in federal district court asking Mille Lacs County to recognize the reservation's boundaries according to an 1855 treaty. The federal government and uh, the state of Minnesota have recognized that the reservation still exists for many years now, but Mille Lacs County has challenged uh, whether the reservation was diminished or disestablished by prior cases. So this decision in the McGirt case should be very helpful for the Mille Lacs band in their boundary litigation. But even beyond those cases that are about reservation boundaries, the opinion that Justice Gorsuch authored makes it clear that 
a majority of the court believes that the federal government should keep its treaty promises to tribes. And the only way that it is going to allow the federal government to back out of those treaty promises is if there is clear and explicit language in a congressional statute that says Congress is terminating the treaty right. And that's the really powerful piece of the McGirt decision. In their briefs, Professor Rutel and her students wrote that Oklahoma shouldn't worry about civic disruption in cities like Tulsa that lie within the reservation. They argued many non-Indian people live successfully in or near reservations all over the country. For Minnesota Native News, I'm Lori Stern. Minnesota Native News is produced by Ampers, diverse radio for Minnesota's communities, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund and the citizens of Minnesota.